Welcome to Words of the Womb, the podcast. I'm your host, Eve. I'm a women's coach, womb worker, wild woman and poet. And I'm here to bring a voice back to the womb within us all. In this podcast, I'll be sharing powerful solo episodes, as well as soul-nourishing conversations with other incredible women that will inspire, educate, and awaken the wild woman within you. We will be talking all things womb work, women's health, periods, pregnancy, birth, feminine expression, sexuality, pleasure, poetry, and so much more. So, if you're ready to reclaim the power of your womb, your wildness, and your womanhood, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Words of the Womb, the podcast. Today, I am joined by one of my favorite women in the entire world, one of my wonderful friends, Chloe Stickings. Chloe is a women's pelvic health coach, lymphatic drainage teacher, and energy healer who supports women to naturally and holistically heal from menstrual cycle and pelvic health symptoms. And her mission is to help women feel amazing in their bodies, to love their menstrual cycles, and feel empowered by their female bodies. Mm. Welcome, Chloe. Hey, thank you so much for having me. So lovely to have you. I'd love to start with just like a little cycle day check-in so that people know where where you are in your cycle and that we can have a bit more of a connection because we haven't had a huge connection before pressing record. So would you like to start by sharing where you are in your cycle? Yeah, sure. So I'm on day one of my cycle today after a really, really long cycle last time. Um, So I'm feeling quite tired today, like quite in my in my womb cave today. Um, I'm just sitting here in like my sweatpants with my hair in a bun and just kind of, um, yeah, looking forward to like retreating back into my womb cave this afternoon and just chilling for the next couple of days. So yeah, that's where I am in my cycle. What about you? Where are you in your cycle? I mean, I know, but please share how you're feeling. <laughs> I know, I'm going to say, you already know. We know where each other are in our cycles all the time. Um, Yeah, mm, I just want to say thank you, though, for still coming on to do this call on day one. I feel like it's often such a like really powerful space to deliver things from but it's still like your your sacred womb cave so I appreciate you for coming coming out poking your head out and sharing some of your your medicine and magic with us today but yeah so I'm on day 30 today so I actually feel like I kind of entered into more of an inner winter energy when I woke up this morning um, because I do feel quite tired but I do feel like I often go over into like inner winter just before I start bleeding. Um, Yeah I feel pretty good I've been it's really really warm and sunny here today so I spent like 45 minutes 
outside just sunbathing on the grass before coming inside to do this call with you so yeah I feel really good I feel really really grounded into my body and it feels nice feels nice to be here with you in your moon cave Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you yeah I love that it's sunny here as well so that's that's really nice I might go outside later you've kind of yeah. made me want to go outside so yeah some vitamin d <laughs> yeah just being on the ground like with the earth as well I think when you're you're in your inner winter or in autumn as well it's really really nice mm, absolutely amazing So I would love for you to give a bit more of an in-depth introduction to yourself and share a little bit more about what it is that you do and what your mission within your business and on earth is. Yeah, so that's a big, that's a big question. Um, So I guess I came to this work and to kind of like holistic health, natural health in general from my own experiences with multiple chronic illnesses. Um, I became chronically ill when I was around 12 years old and um, potentially by the time this podcast comes out, I might be 26, um, (laughs) nearly 26 and um i've had a really really long journey with like multiple chronic illnesses with healing my body from multiple multiple symptoms and the way that i found it possible to heal was to do that through a natural holistic functional medicine um way i went down the the route of conventional medicine for many many years and that left me even more traumatized even more ill um, than I was already and so I've really been on this health and healing journey for the last few years um, like healing my own body and um, yeah really trying to um, like heal from the root of my symptoms as well rather than just put a band-aid over them by taking painkillers or something like that which is something that I'm really really passionate about and um, of course my business was was birthed through my own experiences my own struggles Um, a few years ago I decided that I wanted to help women with a lot of the same things that I have experienced and a lot of the same struggles that I've had particularly with chronic pain and pelvic health as well because I had a long long struggle with pelvic health um things like chronic UTIs um pain during sex painful orgasms um heavy periods painful periods interstitial cystitis all of the things and um yeah i i basically birthed my business to to help women to move away from the medical side of things and into a more holistic healing way of of looking at their bodies and looking at their pelvic health and that is really what i i stand for i stand for root cause healing um trauma healing emotional healing and 
like healing your body yourself at your own pace and in the most natural and holistic way um so yeah that was a bit of a waffle <laughs> mm. but yeah I love it I've heard your story so many times as well but every time you share it I just like you're just so inspiring and the journey that you've been on through your own you know experiences with chronic illnesses is really just so incredible and yeah I just think you're amazing and the journey you've been on is is so so powerful and the fact that you're now teaching other women to heal from these these things as well is is so incredible so yeah thank you for the work that you do oh thank you yeah that's lovely I definitely never imagined that I would be like going into this work or here at this place if you'd have told me even like five years ago ten years ago that I would be here doing this work I would not have believed you um so yeah my journey has definitely been like a really really big journey and it's hard to encapsulate that into like a few sentences um mm. but but yeah I'm super super passionate about like everything that I'm I'm sharing and I can definitely see how I had to go through a lot of the things that I did go through in order to learn the lessons and also then help other other women as well Mm, amazing and you work in many many different ways you use many different modalities um healing modalities with your clients within your business and so we are going to be focusing on the lymphatic system today because it's a, a piece of our health that is so overlooked and people just don't have the knowledge about it but before I sort of dive into the first uh, questions around the lymphatic system, do you want to just share a little bit about um, the other things that you do to um, to help women with their pelvic health and menstrual cycle issues? Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, I use a lot of different healing tools, a lot of different modalities in my work and I'm definitely a big advocate for there's no like set plan to heal from a, a set of symptoms or a, a chronic illness. There's no um, like everyone is different. Every single person is going to require different healing tools and different modalities. So um, I do use things like energy work and, and energy healing in, in what I do um this is not something that is is like for everyone and definitely um like not all of my clients are are kind of like into into that side of things um but I do use energy healing as a really really powerful tool to um clear trauma and clear any um any like traumatic events any negative beliefs any like limiting um beliefs from my clients um energy field um that might be impacting their symptoms and might be um kind of like 
I suppose, blocking their their recovery or their their healing journey. Um, I do a lot of work with diet, with supplements, with nutrition, and and that kind of thing as well. Um, which of course is really really important, especially when it comes to our hormones and and balancing our hormones. Um, I do a lot of my fascial release work as well so especially around the the vulva and um, the vagina with women who are experiencing chronic pain and incontinence and um all of those kind of symptoms um i mean the list the list goes on really i could probably sit here all day talking about it but yeah lymphatic work is a really really big part of of what I do and definitely something that I include with every single client that I have no matter what their symptoms are everyone can benefit from lymphatic work so I'm really really excited to um yeah go more into the lymphatic system with you today Mm, amazing it's so incredible that you bring so many different things in to the way that you work with your clients and um just a note on the like the myofascial release work on the vulva because I'm inside your program nourish at the moment and we did the first week of myofascial release on the vulva on Thursday last week it's Monday this week so yeah and it was so so amazing and it's brought up so so much for me and I think it's really important as well I I do feel like it was a lot more around the energy that was held down there because I know that you say um you know a lot of people don't really buy into energy work and stuff like that I'm obviously huge on it because I teach it myself um but I don't suffer with um much pelvic tension I think after being in your course I know that you know everyone is going to have some like you said if you're a woman in this world you're going to be holding tension in your pelvis um but I do really feel like even though that was hands-on healing that that helps me release a lot of emotion a lot of um yeah like stuck energy stored memories and stuff like that and I just think that's so powerful and I just wanted to mention that there as well because yeah it's incredible what you do it's incredible and of course you also taught us about the lymphatic system um the uh lymphatic gut drainage um which I did this morning as well um which you taught us in I think it was like week week three um of that course as well but so yeah let's dive into talking about the lymphatic system then because it is not spoken about enough and um you know before I met you I had absolutely no idea what the lymphatic system was how to support it what it did etc etc so I would love for you to just start by explaining what the lymphatic system actually is for those who don't know have never heard of it before yeah, absolutely. Um, I definitely think it's really, really common not to know what the lymphatic system is. It's definitely something that is not spoken about enough or um, 
like I always tell people I studied healthcare and health sciences at uni and we didn't do anything about the lymphatic system um, at all. So um, even somebody with sort of like this background, I, I never learned about the lymphatic system. Um, so the lymphatic system is a drainage system in the body that is responsible for removing toxins and inflammation from your body. So it looks really, really similar to your veins and um, like your venous system all over your body that carries your, your blood around your body. But it is like exactly the same, but carrying your lymph and all of your lymphatic fluid around your body. Um, I would definitely recommend Googling like pictures of the lymphatic system or, or drawings, diagrams, especially if you are a little bit more of a, a visual person, because I think when you actually see it in front of you, you can get a really, really good idea of how much of the body it covers and um, yeah, just how much of your body is actually the lymphatic system. Um, so you have lymph absolutely everywhere that you have blood in your body. So everywhere that you have blood, everywhere that you have skin is, is where you have lymph. So the only places in your body that you don't actually have lymph are in your nails and in your hair. Um, so you can really see how your lymphatic system is like everywhere. It, it covers like your entire, entire body um, and is a massive part of your immune system as well. So. Um, a lot of people will know like their lymphatic system from um, like getting little sore lymph nodes under their chin if they have a cold or a virus or if they're a bit run down. And um, that is literally just like your lymphatic system fighting off a bug or a virus or, or whatever that is. Um, so yeah, our lymphatic system is responsible for like fighting infections, for removing inflammation, for removing bacteria, toxins, chemicals, all of the nasty things that we don't want in our bodies, our lymphatic system's job is to, to get them the fuck out. <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah, it's, it's so incredible to hear, like, hear you speak about it and I've obviously I've heard you speak about it quite a lot before because we I don't know if our last like podcast recording with my other podcast it wasn't all about lymph was it no it was about endometriosis yeah we did a live on Instagram about that's it that was probably where you've heard me talk about it before and yeah. I know you've come to some of my master classes in the past as well so yeah. you you're like an expert in the lymphatic system as well <laughs> Not quite, but I definitely probably know a lot more than most people because of you. But I I also feel like that's like not saying a lot because not many people know about it. You know, the people don't know about it. And um, it was really interesting to learn from you, actually, that in like the East, it's something that they actively support within their like medical system. And particularly with like, you know, cancer patients and stuff like that. Whereas 
in Western medicine, it's not really even spoken about. And and to hear how much that it can support people um, who are going through or have had cancer is really, really mind blowing. So do you want to share a little bit about that? Because I don't feel like I very clearly shared um, the importance of that and how, yeah, how powerful it is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like a lot of people have heard of, of lymph nodes in terms of like breast cancer and that kind of thing. Um, when women unfortunately have to have their breasts removed um, because of, of breast cancer. And then often they do take out the, the lymph nodes under the arms as, as well. Um, so yeah, like you said, in Asia, and in like the Eastern world, it is just a normal part of cancer therapy, of chemotherapy, radiation, all of the, the cancer treatments for cancer patients to receive lymphatic massage. That is just, you know, normal part and parcel of the, the cancer treatment over there um, because they've seen obviously the benefits of um, supporting your immune system whilst having chemotherapy for example that lowers your immune system um and yeah like in the in the western world and and in like our medical systems here the, the lymphatic system is just ignored and even when you look at their their cancer treatments and their approach to cancer it is just you know the drugs and the um the medicines and stuff like that i definitely think that by adding in the lymphatic work in the eastern world you're you're kind of adding in um like you know the more holistic um the more like natural therapies in there as well and in the western world we we still just like chop parts of our lymphatic system out of, of people's bodies i mean like the appendix and the tonsils are massive massive parts of the lymphatic system and how many people just have their tonsils like cut out of their bodies when they're like three four five six years old um like western medicine just doesn't even like view the the tonsils and these part of the lymphatic system as important organs or important to our bodies so yeah, I definitely, definitely think that Western medicine needs to pay attention to the lymphatic system more and take a leaf out of the, the Eastern medicine um, book of lymph work. Mm, 100%. Um, I think we both have a very similar opinion on western medicine and pharma and stuff like that anyway but I don't want to go into that too much today because we are planning on doing many podcast episodes and that uh, is sort of the foundation of <clears throat> excuse me one of the topics that we want to talk about so yeah thank you for sharing that um in a more articulate way than I was able to <laughs> Um, but I would love to talk about the importance of our lymph health and working to support the lymphatic system in relation to our menstrual cycle, because 
obviously this podcast is called Words of the Womb and I really want to focus as much as I can on giving information to women on how to support their menstrual cycle and their womb health. And of course, a lot of women struggle with things like estrogen dominance, um, inflammation, you know, uncomfortable cycle symptoms, PMS, brain fog, headaches, all of these types of things. And, you know, lots of people try the diet stuff, the exercise stuff, um, you know, the energy stuff, the emotional stuff, but there's still something missing. And the missing piece uh, can often be the lymphatic system. So can you, yeah, just talk about why it's important to consider lymphatic system support when working to improve our menstrual health? Yeah, I would love to. Um, so I'm just thinking where I want to start with this because there's so many different roads that I could go down. Um, okay, so first of all, I touched a little bit on earlier how the lymphatic system is responsible for removing waste and toxins and inflammation from our bodies. And you mentioned just then about estrogen dominance and how estrogen dominance can contribute to a lot of the symptoms that we experience around our cycles. Um, things like PMS, things like heavy periods, things like painful periods, um, like symptoms around ovulation, like headaches, bloating, all of all of these things. And Often estrogen dominance in the body can come from a, a buildup of, of toxins in, in the body, a buildup of chemicals from our environment, like the chemicals that we know as xenoestrogens in our environment that are basically like fake estrogens, chemicals that our bodies view as estrogen. Um, that come from our food, our beauty products, our cleaning products, our um, like water, and like if you drink out a plastic water bottle and that kind of thing, um, that are coming from our environment and into our our bodies and and building up to accumulate as like high levels of of estrogen in the body and estrogen dominance in the body. And our lymphatic system is, is responsible for, for removing these, these toxins, these chemicals, these, um, these xenoestrogens. And so if our lymphatic system is, is blocked up and not removing these, um, these xenoestrogens properly, then of course we're going to get like a backlog of, of estrogen. Of course we're going to get estrogen dominance and then of course we're going to see some symptoms that we don't want to be seeing so um that's like one one side of it and I suppose like the hormonal side of it our lymphatic system is also responsible for um the distribution of progesterone in our bodies as well so um if you are somebody who is experiencing estrogen dominant symptoms it might not be that you have too much estrogen in your body 
before that there's like a high amount of estrogen in your body it might just be that your progesterone is low in comparison to your estrogen and again if your lymphatic system is not working properly your your body is not going to be um like feeling the effects of the progesterone in your body because your lymphatic system is not able to really distribute the progesterone all around to every single tissue and every single cell in your body effectively so your body literally views itself as having low progesterone and um again you can get like the pms the the heavy periods the painful periods and those kind of symptoms um so the lymphatic system is really really important when it comes to our sex hormones and um like our our menstrual cycle um symptoms um so i've also touched a little bit on inflammation and um, how the lymphatic system is responsible for removing inflammation from our bodies and often when we have a buildup of inflammation we experience pain so pain is like the number one symptom of a lymphatic system that is not working properly and you know the number one sign that your lymphatic system needs a little bit of support and a little bit of, of love um so in terms of like period pain again you can have a buildup of, of lymph in your body especially in like the pelvic area and the gut um you've mentioned i do a lymphatic gut massage with my clients which is really really incredible for period pain and removing inflammation from the gut that can be impacting um yeah period pain and um any other um pain like pain around ovulation as well um so you really do have like the hormonal side of things you have the inflammation side of things and i also think it's really really important to touch on the emotional side of things as well um because this is something that i think is is really really important we can store a lot of emotions a lot of memories a lot of um trauma in our lymphatic system and um especially when it comes to our menstrual cycle and emotions that we might be holding in our bodies around our our femininity or our menstrual cycle or what it means to be a woman what it means to bleed um you know all of these things can be held within our lymphatic system um our lymphatic system is mostly made of water and if we think about the element of water we can really see how emotions are, are really really tied to um like the element of water and um like water in in the body and um so it can go it can go either way really like if we are experiencing a lot of emotions and holding a lot of emotions in our lymphatic system we can that can cause menstrual cycle pain that can cause menstrual cycle symptoms and um yeah also like a backed up lymphatic system on on a physical level can then have an impact on 
how well you're able to like release your emotions on a monthly basis or um like impact your your flow of emotions through through your body during your cycle um so yeah i think it's really really important to look at like the physical aspect and the emotional aspect as well mm, amazing thank you for sharing all of that i actually had um the question on progesterone written down in my book because i feel like in the world of like menstrual cycle awareness and menstrual health estrogen dominance is something that's spoken about so much because obviously it is the most common thing that women women struggle with it's something that I really really struggled with when I first came off the pill but um I also suffered with low progesterone and obviously high estrogen so like the my luteal phase and so my inner autumn that, that pre-menstrual phase was really challenging for me it was really really difficult I was all over the place all over the place like emotionally hormonally everything and yeah I think it's just now it's my my favorite phase is my luteal phase because that progesterone has a wonderful calming effect on the body um and I mean I haven't been working with my lymphatic system for long um so that have been many other things that have played into helping me balance my hormones, but um, I'm definitely starting to see even more of a difference now that I'm supporting my lymphatic system more since working with you inside Nourish. Um, and something that I just want to note as well, um, and I know that you'll you'll agree with me on this because it's one of the things that you do with your clients as well is obviously the lymphatic system is there to take away all of these chemicals and things like the xenoestrogens that we're getting from, from our environment, from our beauty products, our cleaning products, our foods, um, you know, the air that we breathe. Like, <laughs> um, but it's not just about like learning to support the lymphatic system and still consuming all of the shit essentially you know, it's also about, you know, removing those chemicals from, from your diet, from, from the products that you use, um, because that is also obviously going to help support your lymphatic system because it's not going to get clogged up as much and it's going to be easier for you to um, then, yeah, drain, drain the, the lymphatic system. So, I know that you'll agree with me on that because you obviously do that work with your clients like I do. So yeah, I just wanted to mention that as well. Hey, my loves, I know this episode is super, super juicy, but so is this incredible offer from my favorite reusable period product brand, Fluxies. Fluxies is a sustainable, eco-friendly and vegan brand providing you with everything you need to experience your most pleasurable period. From reusable period underwear that come in a wide range of beautiful styles, colours and absorbency rates, to reusable pads, period swimwear and accessories, allowing you to find the perfect products for your body and flow. 
I absolutely love this brand and I have been using a variety of Fluxies products for a few years now. Their period undies are my absolute favorite because they're so soft and comfortable and they're also completely leak proof and discreet. All of their products are ethically made, cruelty free and free from harsh chemicals and toxic dyes, making them perfect for your periods and for our planet. If you want to try Fluxy's incredible products for yourself, you can use the code It's Just Eve at the checkout for 10% off and you can start experiencing your most pleasurable and powerful periods ever. But so other than um, like, you know, the, the sort of backing up of chemicals and uh, xenoestrogens and things like that in our system, what else um, causes stagnation in the lymphatic system? Because I know that there's a piece on on water, of course. I know that you've already mentioned that in terms of relating to our emotions, but um, I know that there's another little bit that you can share about like water and also um, the way that we breathe, which a lot of people don't think about, but it plays a huge role, not only in our lymphatic health, but our entire, um, yeah, our entire system, our entire health system. So yeah, I would love for you to just share a little bit about, about that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'll start with the water piece because it is really, really important, like you say, um, and most of our lymphatic system is made of water. So it is really, really important to be drinking enough water every single day in order to literally like replenish the water that is held in our lymphatic system um people who are chronically dehydrated and just living on coffee and wine and fizzy drinks and energy drinks and all of these kind of things definitely could have a a blocked lymphatic system just from not hydrating themselves enough and not drinking enough water um and the way that we remove most of the toxins from our lymphatic system is is through our wee as well so um often when I do lymphatic work with my clients they might have a bit of a detox wee or a bit of a strange wee um afterwards which is literally um yeah everything coming out um of them so you can see how um you know drinking water is is really really important to to flush those toxins and um you know all of the inflammation and everything out of the lymphatic system through hydration um and i really like adding minerals like adding extra minerals to my water is really really important to me um, like adding salt and adding adding extra minerals in is also like a really really great way to support your lymphatic system and just to really like boost the quality of the water that you are drinking um I also filter my water because tap water has lots and lots of crap in it which is just not helpful for your lymphatic system and like you said Eve it um really is about like trying to put less toxins into your body 
as well as helping your body to remove them um, because our lymphatic systems are essentially just so overwhelmed by the environment that we live in these days and um, you know compared to 100 years ago 200 years ago our lymphatic systems are having to do such a harder job um, trying to constantly remove all of these these toxins and these chemicals from our bodies so yeah the fewer the fewer chemicals that we can actually put into our lymphatic system the better as as well um so i also wanted to touch on breathing because i know you mentioned breathing and that is a really really important part of our lymphatic system and um like a really easy way i think to support your lymphatic system um so when when it comes to lymphatic health we really really want to be breathing through our noses and not just lymphatic health but health in general we really really want to be breathing through our nose instead of, of breathing through our mouth so when we breathe through our mouth we don't really get like a deeper breath we're breathing from our mouth in quite a shallow way down into our chest and um, there's not a lot of movement that happens in our, our diaphragm when we breathe in that way whereas when we breathe in through our nose we're breathing deeply down into our lungs down into our respiratory diaphragm and that creates this really really gentle movement in our stomach and in our in our bellies so if you can imagine like breathing through your nose means that your belly is just like moving in and out slowly all throughout the day and this is a really really lovely massage for our lymphatic system we have a lot of lymph in our bellies and we have the largest lymph node in the body in our bellies as well and when we have this really really gentle movement with our breath all throughout the day in our bellies it basically creates this really gentle lymphatic drainage all throughout the day and it's basically like an internal lymphatic gut massage all throughout the day and this way of breathing does not just support our, our gut lymphatics but it also supports our, our glymphatic system which is the lymph around our brain as well so at night when you sleep your lymphatics from your brain is is draining like your your brain is literally draining lymph from your brain as you sleep and um if you're breathing through your mouth during the night that is is not happening effectively and your your lymph from your brain is, is not draining effectively whereas if you breathe through your nose through all throughout the night your brain is able to drain much much more lymph much much more um like cellular waste and everything like that that is like built up on your brain from all throughout the day and that means that when you breathe through your nose you're able to feel much more awake your lymph is draining the inflammation 
from your brain is draining and you feel much more awake you don't have as many headaches you don't have as much brain fog the next day and um yeah you just feel better in general and yeah it's, it's all to do with lymph and that's why when we have a bad night's sleep we can get headaches the next day we feel really really tired really really crappy and that is literally just due to a buildup of lymph on our brains um, and all to do with inflammation on on our brains hmm, amazing thank you so much for sharing all of that and um, there's something coming to my head I can't remember what it's called but there's a it's like a documentary on Gaia about water uh the oh my goodness I think I know the one you mean um mm. about like the the memory uh, of water no yeah um something along the lines of that I don't think that's what it's called oh my goodness I can't <laughs> think <laughs> it's gonna be one of those things that comes to us later but when I watch yeah, that it's about I, like the frequency of, of water yeah sorry yeah. and how the way that it moves in nature um you know very sort of I know people won't be able to see me listening to a podcast but very sort of smoothly through um you know rocks through the earth as it moves through um streams and rivers and things like that um and how the frequency of the water actually changes when it is essentially you know moving through these like jagged pipes going up and down in straight lines and then round sharp corners and how like, yeah, and, and this is why energy work is something that I believe everyone should have their feet in because, and if you if you go and watch that um, that documentary, if you haven't seen it, because it, it literally shows you like the science behind it. It's not just, I hate the word woo woo, but it's not just like, you know, woo woo shit. It's like, it's real and the how the quality of the water that we're drinking has such an effect on on our health is is crazy um yeah so I just wanted to say that as well and another thing that came up when you were talking about breathing is um I think especially as women we're taught to suck suck our bellies in hold our bellies in and um you know, by doing this, we learn to breathe into our chest, um, which obviously, as you've explained, um, is not supportive for our, our lymphatic system, but it also causes like a lot of anxiety and stuff like that. And yeah, this is why I really wanted you to share on this piece because people think, yeah, breathing, I do it without thinking, but the way that we breathe really, really does benefit our health in so many different ways. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing, for sharing about that as well. So is there anything else that you would like to share on the lymphatic system in relation to uh, our pelvic health, our womb health, our menstrual cycle health before we bring our episode to a close? Um, I think I would like to share a little bit about um, like tight clothing and how that can impact our lymphatic system because I know mm -hmm. that you you mentioned about like sucking our, our bellies in and how that can have a, a big impact on our health and um, 
definitely like with the clothes that we we wear these these days the like trendy clothes the things like you know high-waisted jeans or like skinny jeans or um even just the fact that we wear like you know underwear all of the time and we wear like trousers and and those kind of things that are quite tight and quite restrictive um can really really impact our lymphatic system like any any piece of clothing that leaves kind of like red marks or like red lines on your body after you've you've been wearing it is restricting your your lymph flow and and your blood flow essentially um and i definitely think that it's kind of like got worse for women over the last sort of 100 years or so i mean obviously luckily we've stopped wearing like corsets and all that kind of stuff all the time um but in terms of like you know we are often not wearing like flowy dresses or, or flowy skirts and we are told you know we have to wear underwear all the time we have to um you know like wear a certain uniform to work or, or whatever it might be um yeah all of those like tight pieces of clothing all day every day can be restricting your lymph flow and um yeah blocking up your your lymphatic system and so i would definitely recommend like trying to wear clothes that are um as like loose and comfortable and like less restrictive as as possible and yeah clothes that kind of allow your belly to expand a little bit um and you know like fit naturally in your body rather than clothes where you feel like you need to just constantly suck your your stomach in um or you feel really really conscious of, of your your belly and your stomach and you are going to be holding some some tension um there and also one last quick thing um before before we finish um there is also a big piece when it comes to like sitting down a lot during the day and um, our lymphatic system being stagnant. So um, our lymphatic system in general really loves movement. And um, for women who are like sitting down all, all day, wearing really tight clothes, especially around like the belly, the stomach, the, the pelvis, the like groin area with with underwear and um you know this whole pelvic part of the body there can be a lot of restrictive um a lot of restriction around around here and um yeah a lot of like lack of blood flow and lack of lymph flow getting to our reproductive organs getting to our wombs um from sitting from wearing tight clothes um so i would definitely recommend like wearing looser clothes and also trying to incorporate some some movement into into your day and of course I teach lymphatic massage as well for for women who um yeah like are looking to um like increase lymph flow in in their pelvic area and in their wombs and um in their bellies as well mm, thank you so much for sharing that and I'm pretty sure I've told you this many times before, but I stopped wearing jeans sometime last year because I realized how much 
not even like around my belly, but like around my pussy. I was just like, she can't breathe. Like this is so uncomfortable. And I was very much like a skinny jean kind mm. of girl. So I just, I can't wear them anymore. Like I put them on and I'm just, I can't, this is, they're so uncomfortable. I hate wearing them. And I've also, I've stopped wearing bras. I don't wear bras anymore. I don't even own a bra anymore. Uh-huh. And I mean, I am, I do have quite small breasts. So I I know that a lot of women with larger breasts, you know, don't maybe want to not wear a bra. So I feel like I'm lucky in that sense, but I, I find that helps me a lot. Um, and also like I used to wear, especially when I was like, 18 19 years old I used to wear really really tight fitted clothes all the time because um you know I was very in this in this mindset that I needed to show off my body um and stuff like that and now I love a baggy (laughs) t-shirt I love loose clothing so much um I just feel so much more at home I also don't really often wear underwear anymore either um because I find that restrictive as well I like my my pussy to be able to breathe um yeah so thank you for sharing that and um so I've got three more questions for you to close our call today so the first one is um can you share a little bit more about the offerings that you have that can support women with their lymphatic system I know that you want to share about nourish as well so yeah take up some space and share about this incredible program yeah thank you so much um so nourish is a pelvic care group program that I'm very lucky to be running the first round and having Eve in um currently at the moment um so this program is all about like falling back in love with with your feminine body like regaining trust regaining regaining safety in your feminine body it's also about releasing trauma releasing tension from your pelvis and um like from your vulva your your vagina your pussy and um, it's really designed for women who have experienced sexual trauma in the past and um, are therefore potentially experiencing symptoms, um, you know, things like incontinence, things like pain during sex, things like period pain, um, like anal pain, lower back pain, um, you know, the list, the list goes on. Um, and it's really about like stepping away from the cold medical system and really like softening into caring for your feminine body, caring for your pussy, like really like deepening your relationship with your body and your pussy and also like learning how to live in a way that is really like in line with having a feminine body like learning and unlearning I think unlearning 
all of the things that we have been taught about what it means to be a woman and how we should be living our lives in in this world as as women and um yeah it's just I'm having such a good time teaching this program and um the next round starts on the 20th of of July um it's just the most incredible space the most incredible program and I absolutely love how it's a group program as well so it's really really incredible to have this space this group of women who are like supporting each other and learning from each other and um yeah like we mentioned at, at the beginning we do lymphatic work we do myofascial release work we do so many different modalities of um, work in this in this program um it really is a one-stop shop for all of your your pelvic health needs um and yeah I am just super super excited for the next round um in in July thank you so much for sharing all of that it really is exactly what you say it's so incredible and I think we're, are we six, seven weeks in? Six weeks? Uh, this week will be week seven, yeah. Yeah, so we're just starting week seven. And yeah, it really, like you say, it's everything that you 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 want and need from like a pelvic health care program. And I love that it's a, a group program as well because not only are we supported and guided by you, being in a group of women who all have really, really different experiences, different uh, you know health backgrounds, um, all of that is it's so powerful to hear their stories and to to heal together, to begin that journey together. It, it, yeah it's really really so incredible and I feel so safe in this program with you and I feel like that's such an important piece when it comes to this work because and this is like we, we've already kind of mentioned we're going to come on and do more podcasts me and you together because we voice note every day and our 10 minute voice notes could be podcast episodes in themselves so we've decided we're definitely going to come on and do more things together. And the next one that we're going to record, um, which is going to be more of like a conversational piece, um, is going to be on medical trauma. And one of the things we're going to talk about is smear tests, um, you know, cervical screenings, I think they're called here in the UK. Um, but yeah, like I've never felt safe and comfortable and held and supported and loved while doing this kind of work working on my health around my vulva around the most intimate part of my body than I have inside this program with you and I've had three cervical screenings in my life and each of them have been incredibly uncomfortable and traumatic and they're from a the medical industry, right? But this program has made me feel so safe in exploring this work with you as my guide and with other women who are on the journey with me as well. So 
Thank you so much for having me inside this program, for coming on here and sharing all of this today. And yeah, I highly recommend if you want to work with Chloe, Nourish is such an incredible program. I, I cannot recommend it enough. 10 stars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have two questions left for you, the little quick fire questions, because I always love doing things like this. So because this podcast is called Words of the Womb, I'm going to be asking all of my guests this question, because the inspiration behind this podcast is, um, particularly from my, my point of view, is that everything that I speak, everything that I create and birth into the world comes from my womb. So if your womb had a message for humanity, what would she say? Mm. I feel like my womb is really noisy right now because I'm on day one and I'm really aware of her. Um, I think right now it would just be to really take that time when you're in your inner winter and when you're bleeding to rest and to be present and just to listen to your body more than ever during that time of your cycle because it is so so important like I can't imagine having to go to work and like work a nine-to-five job today on day one of my cycle and yeah I think my womb is just like so happy that I don't have to do that and that I can spend time this afternoon really connecting in with her and resting so yeah, that is her message for, for today. Mm, love that so much. And I love that you say, obviously, it's the message for today because she's forever changing. So her message is is often different every day. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And then our final question is, where can people find you and connect more with the work that you do? Yeah, so the best place to find me is on Instagram. So I am Chloe at Chloe Stickings on Instagram. Um, I hang out there the most. Um, I'm not cool enough to do TikTok or anything like that. So <laughs> <laughs> that is that is like where you can find me. Um, and yeah, that's like the number one number one place to find more about like lymphatic work if you're interested I have lots and lots of posts on on lymph work over there so yeah mm, thank you so much and I'll make sure that I pop all of those links in the podcast show notes below so that if you want to have easy access to finding where Chloe is you can just pop into the show notes and all of those links will be there. So thank you so much for coming on today on day one. And yeah, like I say, poking your head out of your womb cave to come and share some of your, your medicine and your magic. It's been so amazing to talk to you and I can't wait to do another one. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you. It's been really, really good. And yeah, I wouldn't come out of my womb cave for anyone, just you, because you're special. <laughs> mm, I love it. Thank you so much.